listening to Kicking a Crypto with your host, Royce Guy. What is up, everybody? <clears throat> oh my god, I gotta clear my throat here. Welcome to Kicking a Crypto. I'm your host here, Royce Guy, with episode five and today we're doing a little something different we also have a video with a camera straight in my face from our people on youtube um we're also launching the youtube channel so updates on the so first of all before i even get to that um let me get the mic away from my mouth you know because <laughs> uh, <laughs> but just so everyone knows we have launched an official website uh we have a domain name um that we're going to be implementing as well. I'm going to get somebody to design the website, but we have launched a website from GoDaddy, GoDaddy.com, you know, whatever, right? We launched it, Kicking It Crypto. If you Google us, you'll see that we are there on Google. One of the first things pop up, you'll see pretty much my Twitter, the RSS feed, uh, RSS.com feed for the podcast and all those little things. So we're making little slight movements, um, as we make this into one of the top tier uh, best crypto podcasts that you guys can come to listen to, um, like I always say, it's more it's more than just graphs and numbers. You know, this is a lifestyle. This is thing. This is something that we're going to have people come on and, you know, interview and, you know, give opinions. We're going to ask the hard questions. We're going to disagree um, respectfully. Um, and we're going to also agree and teach and try and get this to people that can listen to it. Because as as you all know, I always preach this. I'm very new to crypto. Right. And my backstory into crypto is starting in January, hopped in Doge because of Robin Hood. And then ever since then, I've been trying to understand and learn through this journey. And I've learned a lot. And a lot of this comes from me, obviously, watching YouTube videos, watching, um, reading articles on crypto and all this other stuff. And as a new person, this journey is really, really hard to understand. Right. Because the first thing you get thrown into, like I started off in stocks. That was my thing. I started off in stocks, you know, AMC, GameStop, all that stuff. But before it was all crazy and hype and whatnot, I wanted to get into stocks because I wanted something for my family just in case anything happened to me. Right. I am a uh, regular Joe person. I go to work today. I went to work seven to three. Right. And then tomorrow I go to work three to 11. Right. And I, 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 uh, record these podcasts in between pretty much you know when i get off of work you know in between family time or whatever that's why i keep it around at least 30 minutes to 45 minutes maybe an hour at most and you know if we get interviews on here we'll see you know we'll probably have about around two two hour mark and these are gonna be people that you guys love in the community um i also got more involved in it uh, because obviously i was following people on Twitter, but then Twitter came out with Twitter spaces and, you know, started jumping in a lot of these Twitter spaces. You know, uh, if you're on Twitter, you know, David Gockstein's space, um, you know, Ricardo's space, if you're in the crypto um, world or whatever, um, you know, tech and um, shout out to all these people. They're on, they're literally on every single day um, talking about this stuff. Re, um, or Ray, um, Matt, all these other people that get on every day to spit crypto, talk crypto and, you know, 
try and help people learn. And this podcast is also for those who maybe maybe you miss the space or or maybe you don't get the information that you need or maybe you don't have time. Right. Because, you know, time is precious. You know, I value time and, you know, being able to be in your car and hooking your phone up to your radio for those who have the ability to do that. You know, you can play this podcast and and try to learn something. And, and again, I'm someone who's learning as well. So what I learn, I like to pass it on because I don't know all the tech stuff behind things. I don't pretend to know, you know, I know what a smart contract is, you know, to the T of, of I know a gist of it, but I don't know all the techie stuff and how it gets verified and nodes and master nodes, right? I know the lingo, decentralization, centralized, you know, all these other things. I know the different projects. I know these different lottery tickets. I know all this stuff, but this podcast is, you know, I want someone like me, right? To be able to get the information out to others that are just like me, you know, and this is for sophisticated um, investors and non-sophisticated. Now, well, we look at charts every now and then. Sure, we'll look at some market caps. We'll look at some, you know, whatever, right? But it is to inform because the way that we teach, the way that we get mass adoption, more people to understand making crypto and alternative and option being able to go to the store and say you know cash credit or you know bitcoin or dogecoin or whatever or do you take crypto what cryptos do you take those things will only come to fruition if we're talking about it as a family right and today i want to talk about securing yourself on these apps that you're using, right? Um, because me, me personally, I didn't start off on a, let's say wallet, right? Like a trust wallet. I didn't start off on a trust wallet, a MetaMask, or, and I don't know all the different wallets that are out there. You know, I started off on Robinhood, you know? And in my mind, when you start off on Robinhood, you look at it like it is an investment. Oh, I'm just gonna put money in, watch it grow, and I'm gonna put my money out. Because Robinhood doesn't have a wallet. There's no education on what the wallet is. And I started looking into wallets because SafeMoon had came out. And I was like, you know, what is this SafeMoon? Everybody keeps talking about SafeMoon, SafeMoon, SafeMoon. How do you get it? How do you buy it? All these other things. And I went to a YouTube video and it said download Trust Wallet, blah, blah, blah. And before I did all of that, I was very confused. I was like, what is Trust Wallet? Like, I don't trust any. Who trusts anything, right, that says trust in it, right? Like, unless you know what you're looking for as a new person, you don't just go to anything that says, oh, Trust Wallet. Like, that's one of the first things that you're like, scam, right? Um, and the other thing I was on before I even was on even before SafeMoon because I was starting to invest in crypto before SafeMoon um, between the, the time from now or the, what was it March I guess I invested in SafeMoon or whatever I, I invested when it was like at a very all time high and then I had pulled money out because I hated the 10% fee and I just reinvested into SafeMoon um, like a few days ago or a week ago or something like that so and to my people on youtube who's watching this video sorry that my face is cut off i'm obviously gonna adjust to whatever this is my first video so bear with me for those of you who are watching this on the youtube channel um i was on binance before i did any other type of wallet because i was like 
I want to invest in more than just Doge, Bitcoin. I want to see the other things out there. And I got on Binance.us, um, you know, living where I'm living, I was able to access, you know, and be able to trade crypto. I don't need a VPN, all the other extra stuff that a lot of people need, which, you know, um, I recommend people should have VPNs. Um, I used to stream video games on Twitch, all that stuff, very heavy, got out of that game, you know, got rid of my PC, all that stuff. Um, but, you know, and I used to stream off of a VPN because people would, you know, DDoS or, um, you know, try and figure out your information. They would try to swat you. And those who don't know what swatting is, and I know this isn't about crypto, but people would, you know, get your address and send the cops to your house. And the cops would, they would say something like really, really horrible that you were doing. And the cops would literally break into your house. And it's called being swatted for a lot of you guys who are older, who don't know what that is. A lot of you young people, you guys know what that is and probably watched many SWAT videos on YouTube, right? So I definitely would recommend getting into a VPN if you're not already in it. So that's one type of security that you can use. But I know some people who cannot trade crypto have to use a VPN to be able to trade in whatever state. I think New York is one of the states that cannot that is not allowed to trade crypto. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that was one of the things when I was looking at Binance. Um, but yeah, so my first place was Binance.us. Um I did a lot of research, obviously, had to look into it, whatever. And I was like, all right, cool. This seems legit. This seems cool. There's a Binance. There's a Binance.us. Let me look up the, the website. Let me look up who's behind it. I saw then what made me also get into it was I saw the new CEO get on, I believe, CNBC and was talking about Binance.us and, you know, um, them working on their customer support and all this other stuff. So I was like, OK, cool. This is legit. Boom. I'm on it. So fast forward to SafeMoon, you can't buy SafeMoon on Binance. And before I even knew how any of this worked, I didn't know that they had to be listed. I didn't know that it was listed by the the company that owns the exchanges or the, the, these wallets or whatever. And, you know, Binance is, I guess, technically a wallet kind of in a sense with some of the things you can still you can send peer to peer or whatever um, or, or whatever. I, I guess that's a wallet as well. I'm not sure. You guys can let me know. I'm not sure if that's considered a wallet or if it is a wallet or whatever, but you can definitely send crypto peer to peer or, you know, send it to your trust wallet or whatever. But I digress. So once SafeMoon came out, I got into Trust Wallet. And I, again, at first, I was like, I don't trust anything <laughs> that has the word trust. Like, I didn't like SafeMoon either because the names it's safe i was like that's usually how scams happen right but you know doing my own research and for me i do a lot of research i do a lot of research in the sense of i look at articles i look at youtube videos i go to the twitter page and one thing about trust wallet that almost made me not get into trust wallet was every time there was a tweet there was always like a, a, a tweet from uh, Trust Wallet or about SafeMoon. Somebody was commenting under it saying, you know, send us this, that third or blah, blah, blah for your Trust Wallet. Like something crazy. And I was like, yo, I don't know if this is legit, but ended up being legit. Right. So first part of security to securing yourself and protecting yourself is 
research. If you're not doing the research, if you're not looking into it, you're not taking your time, you're not, you know, um, understanding, you know, all right, let me let me see where the credible sources are. Right. You know, let me look at some of these 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 articles. Where are they coming from? Is it coming from, you know, mycouchpotato.com or is it coming from CNBC? Now, now I say that to say and I, everything you can do is trust the CNBC because it's the media. But you have to do a lot of research. And if you do a lot of research and things uh, the way I do things is when I read something and I read something else and I read, you know, more more and more and more and i start getting the same information over and over and over again just stated in a different way that kind of helps me kind of narrow it down and that's how i do it you know if there's i, I read something that's talking about something completely different and then not, i kind of get skeptical but if i can read multiple things you know that are stating hey listen you know this does this this does this and i look at something else this does this or it's stated or it's it's well, i don't know what they like to say in articles but it is you know uh whatever big word you could put it there this does this thing over here and if i if i get that multiple times then i feel like okay you know, I'm still taking a chance, right? But I feel a little bit more comfortable in my research because I'm starting to get, you know, understand, okay, what credible sources are, you know, um, in the crypto world, where do people go funnel to, to look at some of these things, right? And a lot of this in the crypto world is word of mouth. Let's be 100% honest. A lot of these tokens, a lot of these new coins is really word of mouth because it's not mainstream. Um, and you have to be very careful where you're getting that information from, because if you're getting it from a source that is just Twitter and you're getting 10, 20, 30, 50 people saying, oh, this is great. This is great. Then, you know, people get rug pulled. Right. So in the crypto world, it is still a chance that you're taking. Right. And I need people to understand that. Now, all because I do my research and I see everything is saying the same thing doesn't necessarily mean that my way is right. And it could be flaws in the way I even do it. Um, I accept that and understand that. And I want you guys to understand that, too. Right. So the next thing you need to do in your trust wallets. Right. And I'm going to I'm going to grab my phone here. Right. So I don't I don't know what it is for MetaMask. I don't, I'm pretty sure it's probably similar. Um, obviously, you have these keys that you need to protect. Write them down. Don't take screenshots. If you take a screenshot in Trust Wallet, it will notice you take a screenshot. It will notify you to say, hey, maybe taking a screenshot isn't the best way. Obviously, if you can right, to protect your, your keys, write them down. Right and and um write them down on a piece of paper not on you know the notepad in your iphone i mean that was one of the first the one of the first things i did and i was like nah cool get out of there nope done with created a new wallet right and it was like no i'm not gonna do that and you know went about it that way because I didn't feel secure enough with anything on my phone because anybody can get into your phone anybody can screenshot your phone right so you're obviously going to get your seed keys and all this stuff so you know make sure you get in there now 
once you get everything set up, you write down your seed keys, whatever, I forget whatever else. I, for security, right, like to have multiple things on. So what I would recommend is the app lock is turned on in your trust wallet. Make sure that's turned on, right? App lock, you know, auto lock immediate you know if i'm done with if i'm done with it i close out if i hit the home button immediately locks right because you never know you don't want to lose your phone all that stuff all your information is on your phone people could take it steal it whatever right also one important thing don't have the same password as your trust wallet for everything else or whatever like make sure i I can't remember if i had to put a password as i don't think i did i think it was just seed keys but if you do just use a completely new password than you use with you know you know my doggy 69 nice pause it's a little that was a little off that was a little weird my dog 69 i don't know where my head was I don't know where my head. This is funny. Like, if I had a partner here, I know that they would be looking at me like, "What? What did you just say?" Like, I can't wait till we start getting into more people joining the podcast and talking and and uh, giving their perspective. Because this banter right here, as soon as I said "Doggy sixty nine or whatnot, they'd be like, "What type of? What are you thinking about?" <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, security, right? security back at it so the other thing i always have on and i have both on is i have a passcode and i have my touch id right okay um i have both i have both secured on because you just never know right it's just more security more security doesn't hurt you especially we're talking about finances like we're talking about finances we're talking about finances we're talking about finances right we talking about finances. We talking about crypto. We talking about something that may be in the future being mass, mass, massly adopted and being like, yo, I'm trying to buy a house with safe moon. I'm trying to buy a house with Bitcoin. I'm trying to buy a house with Doge. I'm trying to buy a house with VeChain. Like those those things is is what you are protecting, right? Because the the goal in is in the goal for crypto is not to just grab it and to convert it into fiat. Obviously, that is what people do because listen, if it's going to change your life, it's going to change your life and I can't tell you how to do or how you run or how to spend your expenses. But, but, you know, the ultimate goal is to be like, hey, listen, I got, you know, three million Doge coins, you know, and I'm going to the store and, you know, I'm trying to buy a computer from Best Buy, you know. All right, cool. How much for that computer? Uh, give us a thousand Doge coin. Cool. Here's a thousand Doge. You know, it's either eight hundred dollars or eight hundred Doge. Eight hundred Doge. Here you go. Boom. Call it a day. Right. The other thing that you have to have, in my opinion, at all times is ask authentication. All right. It says transaction signing. Have that turned on. Every time you make a transaction, you need to either put in your touch ID or your passcode every single time. And the way I have to have those on 100 percent. Those is the best way to protect yourself with. I believe most people are using Trust Wallet because that's pretty much what we heard everything for for like the last few weeks. You know, get on Trust Wallet. This is how you buy. This is how you do this. This is how you do that. You know, so that is what 
I believe you should have on. So to reiterate for your trust wallet and any app that you have, if they have these functions, you need to have on. Um, so when you go into security, you know, sign in, boom. If you got your thumbprint, your face, your, 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 your pen, whatever, pull app lock on, boom. Auto lock immediate. As soon as I close out, immediately lock that thing up. When I go to hit it, let me hit my other thumb or let me put my passcode in. You know, uh, lock method, passcode, and your touch ID should be on. And lastly, transaction signing. You should always have, I don't, I don't understand, I don't, every time you make a transaction, we are so used to putting in our cards, pulling it out whatever right but every time you put in like and i look at it like this every time i put in like my debit card code right it is me technically signing away saying yes i authorize this thing this is my pen i am authorizing myself to buy this you should do the same thing with your crypto you are authorizing this transaction whether you like it or not like you are authorizing it you should 100 percent be always having the system asking and i know it could be annoying but it's annoying in a good way you know working in retail you know one thing that always made me laugh with customers right um because i used to sell tvs and all that stuff and you know we would sell these big tvs and people will put their cards in and they'll be like ten thousand dollars worth of you know TV equipment, you know, audio equipment. Like I can go on for hours about audio equipment and TVs and, you know, uh, HDR and 4K and all the other stuff and what you need and what you don't need. Like, I love that stuff. And sit down, have a conversation for at least 30 to 45 minutes on why you should buy this TV. And they go to transact it and it's like card denied. And then you get that, you get that look in your face. You're like, and me, I already know what's happening. Like the first thought in my mind, I'm like, do you have enough money on it? Two, if you have enough money, your bank probably is protecting you. So what people will do, they put their card back in. Now, you're not supposed to let them continue to keep putting your card in because if it's fraud, obviously you're supposed to stop them. But normal people put their card back in and normal associates will let them do that. Hey, your, your and, and I'm not the asshole kind of guy. Like, listen, I, I like to whisper it to him, like, hey, your card didn't go through. You want to try it again? You know, I'm not like the person at the grocery store that's like, it didn't go through. <laughs> yes, you could try it again. Uh, it didn't go through again, sir. Well, I don't know what to tell you, but it didn't go in. You know, I, I don't do that. Like, I'm like, listen, your card didn't go through. Um, you want to try it again? And then people get really frustrated. Like, oh, I know I have enough money. I have $20,000 on my card. First of all, Again, security, right? We're talking about security. Don't tell people how much money you have on your account. You don't know who I am. You don't know. I, I work at an electronic store, sir. Listen, okay? Listen. If I want to get your stuff, I'm also into cybersecurity. My degree that I am studying right now is business management with a cybersecurity focus, okay? And, and bachelor is headed into cybersecurity full on. All right, let's 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 let, let me tell you something. If I want to get you, you just told me you have twenty thousand dollars. I have all your information. I also have your card information. I have all your information to hack you. Okay, don't do that. But it doesn't fail. Everyone does it. 
I have, I checked it this morning and I have, you know, $1,500 or I have, you know, $10,000 on that card or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, sir, what you need to do, or ma'am, what you need to do is, um, I see this happening all the time. Your bank is either going to text you or your bank is going to be like, uh, you're going to have to call your bank. Right. So you call the bank and you let them know, hey, listen, I'm making a purchase. And they're like, yeah, we see it was declined. Um, all right. We just wanted to make sure it's you, blah, blah, blah. How much is the purchase? OK, stay on the line. We want to make sure it goes through. OK, sir. It went through. Yes, ma- yes, sir. It went through on our end, blah, 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 or ma'am or whatever, whatever your pronoun is. Um, you know, yes, you know, whatever. And you're done. Security. Right. You know, that's what you want. You want notifications to ping you and be like, you know, how scary is it every now and then when you get a login email saying, hey, someone's trying to log in as you in, you know, Salt Lake City and you live all the way in you uh, in in, uh, in California. Right. Like, <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> like, oh, I'm not in Utah and Cali, you know, or, you know, you're up in Alaska and somebody down in New Mexico is trying to access your, G- your Gmail account. You know, how scary is that? And immediately you have to go on, change your password or whatever. You know, it's very nerve wracking. And it's interesting because people will protect their emails more than they do their finances. <laughs> Let me say that again. People protect their emails more than their finances. Right. And maybe maybe that's right, because, you know, you have a lot of your emails going to, you know, you got a lot of your 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 finances going to your emails account or whatever. But a lot of people will have out, you know, a lot of financial information or give out a lot of financial information you know, or whatever, you know, and it's, and it's like mind boggling. Cause it's like, yo, like, like you should probably protect your money. Like that's your money. That's shit. That's, that's, that's how you buy diapers. That's how you buy formula. That's how you buy, you know, clothes. That's how you buy food. That's how you pay your rent. Like you, like, this is your life. Like, unfortunately our money revolve, our money, our lives revolve around how much money you have. Right. It does. It's sad to say, but it does. And you should take it very, very seriously when it comes to protecting, you know, all of your stuff, right? People rather protect their Twitters and their their, their Instagrams more than they protect their finances. And then when something happens, right, when something happens, then you want to call the bank and say, well, I didn't authorize this or what? No, 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 no. I didn't do that. That wasn't me. Blah, blah, blah. And now you're being mad at the clerk who literally just like, I just work here and you don't want to even protect your stuff. So protection. The last thing, you know, that I want to talk about is please, please, for the love of God, stop sending random people your wallet address stop putting it out there on the like like and what i mean by that is if you trust somebody you trust them right if you build up rapport and you trust them they're like hey listen there's a new coin out i want to send you this you know or whatever cool and you trust them whatever 
but stop posting on Twitter your wallets. It is a direct line to you and your wallet, and people are smart to be able to find out your wallet. Please stop doing that. It's the internet. Nothing gets deleted. Even if you delete it, it's not deleted. Okay? Do not post your wallet on social media. Just don't. Just just don't do it. <laughs> Alright? It doesn't make any sense. People are out here lurking. You know, especially if you're in these Twitter spaces too. You know, you know, there was an incident in the Twitter space of you know, I'm not going to put their names out or, or any other project names or anything like that but they were working on a project and had some security issues or whatever because you know they're they're one of a, an influential person in the spaces you know um, and they're doing their own project and you know a security thing popped up you know and, and, they're, and they're working to fix it or whatever but um, and there's nothing on his end right that he's doing like he didn't have I think maybe one of the things was with the locking of the trust wallet or whatever. But, you know, there are people watching is what I'm trying to get at. There are people who are targeting you. You know, the more influential you are, the more people want to be you, the more people want to hurt you, the more people want to see you fall or fail. And, you know, you guys who are always there every day, make sure you're always protecting yourselves, making sure your stuff is locked and not keeping everything all in one basket. Right. You know, another big security thing I think many people should do because I've even started this is having multiple different wallets. Right. And I mean, you can create multiple wallets on your trust wallet. You can, you can have five, six different wallets on your trust wallet. Um, but what I mean is, you know, have a Coinbase wallet, have your trust wallet, have your MetaMask, have these different wallets that you've researched that you're trustworthy with. And, you know, have your money in different places. Right. It's all about, you know, not having all your eggs in one basket, you know, because if something happens and you lose out on that, you know, and you have everything all in one, well, then you're done for. But if you have things in multiple different places, multiple different bags, right, it's really hard to pinpoint you, right? and figure out you know what you have what you're holding because you know listening even in these spaces people can find out what other coins that you have by because everything's on this ledger you know this this ledger that's out there for the public to see so people know what you hold how much you're holding of this stuff you have to understand that you know this is a very important thing that you need to be considering that people can see what you have if they find your information right and that's the the the, the thing is though that this is also a good thing because now you have a way to you know find information and track down information and figure out and do your own research on figure out like if there was an issue with something or you know did you actually send this person this stuff because how many times have you sent something to somebody like hey listen it didn't go through and you're like well it went in on my end it, it definitely went through i'm looking at her here's a screenshot boom and then somebody's like you yeah, know it never came through on the blockchain you could verify it no it's there it's sitting there maybe it's going through transaction but you're not getting me dog (laughs) not happening right um 
and I don't know all the technicals about how to research on the ledgers on on on, on whatever how the how the blockchains 100% work. I don't know all that stuff, but I'm learning day by day, right? But it is very important that you guys do this right you know protect yourself you know don't give out your wallet number or just posting it on twitter and hoping some money sends you money the other thing that these scammers are doing is very important i need people to understand if you receive some random coin you ain't never heard about or whatever or even if you heard about it but you don't know the person that sent it and the person that sent like somebody tells you you know hey listen i didn't send it it might look nice and and it was like, oh man, I could turn this into fiat. Do not sell it. Okay. If you're on Trust Wallet, what you need to do is this. Okay. You're gonna open up Trust Wallet. And because you listen to this podcast, you probably already had all this stuff set. You're gonna put your thumbprint on or your pin number in. You're gonna go ahead and you're gonna log in. Cool. And it's your main wallet at the top right. And this is on iPhone, by the way. I'm not sure if it's the same on Android. There is like uh, a, uh, right next to collectibles there is like a, a a circle in a line and a circle in a line right you're gonna click that it's like a turn on and off button you're gonna go here boom it's gonna say manage you're gonna go down to whatever it is let's say right now i have algorand off right now right well if it's on right because if you have if you get tokens it's on just hit that thing off right you're gonna hit it from green to gray you want that baby to be gray that is how you know it's turned off that way out of mind out of sight boom hit done because what is happening from many reports um and i've been listening on is people are sending crypto um a lot of random different crypto though like it's not like doge or anything like that it's like a random crypto that looks nice in your wallet and you're like oh what is this hmm a hundred dollars worth of this i'm gonna take this out and i'm gonna go ahead and put it in doge or i'm gonna go ahead and put it in bitcoin or i'm gonna go ahead and put it in bnb or whatever what happens is once you do that they are that it's a glitch or a hack of being able to get into your wallet and clearing you out and now you don't have any of your stuff anymore so if you're getting random ones do not accept it do not or even well you have to accept it but do not try and convert it into fiat or convert it into anything else just turn it off don't listen to it don't see it none of that stuff you know so that's it Uh, we're gonna keep it you know just about this 30 minute mark here um and i want to say well 34 minute mark i want to say this um be careful out here there are a lot of people who want to hurt you there are a lot of people who want to not see you succeed and you know security is one thing about crypto right that we always talk about it's the tech and the tech and the tech You also have to protect yourself and protect each other, right? You know, uh, this is a community. This is a family of people. And, you know, we can sit here, we can argue and put the jerseys on and say what crypto is better. You know, what, um, you know, I'm team Bitcoin, I'm team Doge, I'm team whatever, right? And if we're not having these conversations, people will get hurt. And when people get hurt, what happens? They walk away. They give up. 
They're like, I'm not doing that again. Listen, what, 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 what were we told when we were younger? Do not put your hand on that stove. And what'd you do? Put your hand on that stove. It's it burnt you. He's like, ah, ow, ah. He was waving it. You know, blow. Put it under this cold water. Oh, that hurts. That hurts. That hurts. Your mama came downstairs. What in the world are you? What the hell is wrong with you? I told you not to touch that stove. Mm-hmm. If you didn't like mama, you was like, mm-hmm. Told you not to touch that stove. Hurt, don't it? Bet you won't do it again. It's the same thing with finances. It's the same thing with crypto. If you get burned in crypto because, you know, you didn't protect yourself or you weren't giving messages like you, you, you have all the knowledge and you're not teaching people and helping people to protect them or give them ways to, you know, try and protect themselves as best as possible because no security measure is perfect. It's the reason why we have cops and that's the reason why we have robbers. Robbers keep cop in business and cops keep robbers in business. Let's be honest because, it's you know, I want to break the law. There's money in that. Well, I'm going to catch you and there's money in that. So, you know, not every security thing is the best but it's something and if you're not teaching people the best way and not teaching them in a way to be like oh well you need 50,000 different things no they need to know the basics first teach them the basics that they're learning teach them the basics how to lock their phones how to put passcodes in how to do all these things especially older people who don't understand technology take the time to protect the people in the community if you do that, you have a lot less people getting burned. And even if they do get burned, they'll understand, oh, man, so-and-so told me not to do that. And I did it anyway. That's why they got in. Because if you have the knowledge, you'll be like, okay, I'm going to do it better. But if you don't have the knowledge and understanding and someone doesn't take the time to teach you, it becomes frustrating. You get burned. You're like, man, crypto is a scam. I put in $300 and I walked out with five. Like, man, whatever, whether it's a rug pull, whether it's, it's someone hacked you, 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 your apps or whatever. It is about teaching each other. Because if we have the knowledge, we have the better understanding to make better decisions and we're able to protect ourselves better. And unless people get burned or we don't get burned as hard, it will continue to come back to crypto. You know, many people give up because of things like that. You know, they give up because of not having the knowledge, having the understanding. And again, that's what kicking in crypto is all about, right? And I'm learning too. You know, I'm new in this game, you know, and I figured making a podcast and talking about topics that I'm learning in the way that I'm learning and spitting it out for you guys, right? So that people can understand and, you know, make a solid decision, you know, on what to do. And this is how you bring adoption. This is how you have the conversations. And this is how you, you know, reach people in their heart, you know, and their soul and their, you know, having humble, clear, you know, conversations to be able to break something down and say, hey, listen, or just take the steps, right? This is what you need to do for you to be successful in this world. You know, um, one thing that I'm always learning too, 
is how to do due diligence, right? How do I do my own due diligence? What do I look for? Because there's nothing really out there. You know, everything is all about graphs. When you look at due diligence, right? It's all about, oh, look at the market cap and then look at the price of whatever it is and multiply it by this, that, and third. That way you can tell if it's if it's overbought or oversold or whatever. And then, you know, um, you know, if here's resistance and it's this, this is where you buy, blah, blah, blah. This is this is how you do it. And it's a lot of information. You're like, I, 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 what, what are you what are you talking about? I don't know what that means. I don't know. Multiply something by that and it says it's supposed to be this. And, you know, if it's a good investment or not crypto is more than just graphs numbers on a screen going up and down you know it's more than that it is a way for people to take control of their own assets um i'm gonna say what other people say it is for you to be your own bank you know, I don't have to go over to this bank and put my money in. I could put my money in here and it either grow or or it'll stay the same. Maybe it drops. Right. It's like it's like Bitcoin to me is like the new 401k. Right. Like <laughs> You put it in, just put put money in $50 here, you know, $100 here, $20 here, whatever, and just let it grow. Right, and and it's either gonna grow, or it's gonna go down, or whatever. And and if there's a crash, oh man, there's a crash. Oh man, like you know, it, that, that's how I look at it. Now, don't take that as financial advice and be like, oh, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take my 401k and put it in a Bitcoin. No, keep your 401k. I'm just saying that's what it feels like it's going to be in the future. It's like the new 401k. Um, <laughs> I can just see that right now. Well, you told me to take my new my old 401k and put it in this because you said it's a new 401k in digital currency that's not what i'm saying please don't do that i keep your 401k and your life savings please do not invest your life savings another security thing do not invest your life savings i'm gonna say it again do not invest your life savings one more time for them i think they need one more time do not invest your life savings no can this end up turning into another life savings possibly yes um but also understanding what your goal is. And we'll talk about all the other stuff, you know, later in the podcast. We want to keep this about security. We don't want to jump too much into other different things because I can just talk and talk and talk about this stuff for hours, just like many of you can. So security, guys, that was for the trust wallet. If you have specific instructions on other wallets, how to lock your stuff, how to protect yourself, you know, whatever. In basic terms, let us know. You know, if you're a sophisticated person who who who's been in it, you know, let us know the the other side of it as well. Um, just break it down so people can understand, you know, the other security measures to protect themselves. And let's stop saying let's stop telling people, you know, hey, Go to YouTube, Google it, right? Well, not everybody learns that way. Some people like to hear it from someone's mouth and, you know, hey, you know, you know, you can refer them to a YouTube video, but you should ask them, well, how do you learn? That's what people need to start asking the crypto world. And I mean, and not even in crypto, this is just in the world in general, right? How do like I learn with pictures and 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 step by step explanation. That is how I learn this stuff. You know, listening in on conversations, right? And be like, oh, that's how that works. Cool. People do not always understand by just saying, here's a YouTube video, watch it, answer some questions, goodbye. 
I don't pick up. I don't pick up any of that stuff. It drives me insane. I hate when I have to do electronic learnings at my job. And it's like, holy crap, what did I just learn? I just took 15 minutes of, I just listened to a 15 minute video on, on, on Wi-Fi routers. I, I don't even, I know that they work. Wi-Fi comes out them magically. There's some power there. You know, Gandalf is powering my computer in this podcast right now. <laughs> that's that's how I look at e-learnings. But when you sit there and you have a conversation, you break it down. You need to start asking, how do you learn? Do you learn by reading? Do you learn by talking with someone do you learn by watching videos understanding how people learn will um will make this crypto space but not even just this crypto space but this world a better place because they you might be you might be teaching the same thing to 30 people but if you teach the 30 people but you understand how each individual learns you know maybe uh, 15 people learn by you know um, pictures and stuff maybe you know the other maybe there's 10 people that learn by this or whatever and I'm not saying teachers need to do this because obviously 30 kids to one teacher is is crazy right that schooling system is a whole nother topic right but if you sit there and you you know, you're having your one-on-one conversations with these people and you ask them, how do they learn? One, it makes it beneficial for them, right? Because you'll be teaching them how they learn. And two, it makes it beneficial to you because it's not as frustrating. You know, how many times have a lot of us been frustrated talking to people, trying to teach them something? You're like, I just don't understand how you don't get it. How do you not get it? Why do you not understand? They don't understand because they don't learn that way. And you have to adapt and adjust so without further ado guys we're gonna end it here uh it is kicking a crypto and um let me know what you guys think submit you know questions submit you know your your knowledge you know and i definitely would love to read some of like either your questions if i know them i'll answer them if i don't i'll tell you listen i don't know but we'll find out um you know, if you're trying to teach somebody something, if it's about security, you know, we could read it on the next podcast or whatever the case may be. And uh, we could go over that. So without further ado, guys, I'm Roy Sky. This is Kicking the Crypto and I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Peace out.